Welcome to the OKC First Church of the Nazarene podcast. At OKC First, we are learning to do three things, friendship with God, friendship with one another, and open friendship for the sake of the world. For more information about OKC First, please visit OKCFirst.com. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jason. I know that this is a meaningful moment for you every year. We have this arrangement around here. Uh, Jason is so good with with folks who are going through this transition into eternity and just so good at it. And so the arrangement is he does all the funerals and I do all the weddings. I think that's our deal, which I'm still for. I like that. That said, this is an important moment and we need to make sure that we don't underappreciate this particular tradition, actually. Now, this is a tradition uh, and a practice handed to us by our tradition. It, it is very, very old in its scope, and it recognizes that there are people in that cloud of witnesses who continue to shape who we are and how we think, how we decide, even what we believe. Now, in some traditions, folks might be praying actually directly to, and while we don't do that kind of praying directly to somebody that would be in this saint category, we certainly believe that these saints, these people in this great cloud of witnesses still do have an impact on who we are and how we do. That's really important that you recognize that you are a part of a great cloud of witnesses And it's important that you recognize that we're trying as best we can as a church to have an environment here whereby names are added to the list of saints. (laughs) What are we doing as a church? Well, we, we articulate it several different ways. Here's one of the ways that we articulate it. We are trying to do this thing, friendship with God, friendship with others, and open friendship for the sake of the world. But there's another way to say it. We are trying to be a place where saints are made and saints are grown. Now, some of you are saying, I, uh, I know me. I can't be a saint. Yeah, you're on your way. You're on your way. What we don't need are people saying, yes, I'd like to run for the office of saint. Where do I sign up? Where do I put my posters? <clears throat> that's, that's problematic. That's problematic. That's not what we're after. Not helping. Not at all. But we do acknowledge that we have an impact on one another. We do acknowledge that there are folks who have gone before us who continue to have an impact on us. We do acknowledge that today we are hopefully becoming the kinds of people who will make a dramatic impact on the life of one Lida Chesney. Right? Yeah. So it's important that we aren't hypocrites. Amen? (laughs) So Jesus has this whole thing about hypocrites that we're going to get into here in the 23rd chapter of Matthew. Need to set the stage for you again that this discussion is had some 10 to 20 years after the destruction of the temple and the murder of the priesthood. The people of God get together and they ask, what does it look like now to be us? What do we do? Also important to remind one another that this is written after the resurrection. There is something going for this ragtag bunch of believers that wasn't going for them, let's say 50 years before. The resurrection is now a reality. So what does it look like now to be a part of a movement that has seen death dealt a fatal blow? And all God's people said, I mean, that makes a difference, Right? If we believe in the resurrection and we believe somehow that God has in fact in Christ conquered death and dealt death a fatal blow, then man, are all saints 
Remembrances take on a little different flavor and feel because death apparently is not final or fatal. Now we ask and try to answer the question, what do we do now? Jesus has been uh, grappling with these people in the temple courts, and now he has seen them kind of wander off, their tails between their legs, and he has left with his disciples and the crowd, and he said to these people, okay, you see these people wandering off? These are your teachers, your Sunday school teachers. These are the people who are telling you what the Bible says. The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore, do whatever they teach you and follow it. Remember, Scripture is not the enemy here. The law is not the enemy here. They perhaps are saying it very well, telling you what it is that God expects from you using the law, the Torah, as their text. They're probably saying really good things. So you are still people responsible for what is said in these ancient texts, but do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they teach. Man. Jesus is going to use the word hypocrites a lot in the 23rd chapter. Now, I don't have these verses in front of me to preach from them today, but seven times Jesus is going to say, you guys, you all are hypocrites, saying this to the Pharisees and the scribes and, and people like the Pharisees and the scribes, which sadly sometimes includes me. And you. What is a hypocrite? What is a hypocrite? Well, a hypocrite is someone who, kind of pretty clearly here, says something, says something as if that something is true, but then does not live as if this something is true. Make sense? Says something as if something is true, but then does not live as if that same something is true. There are actually two different kinds of hypocrisy at work here in, in Matthew 23, and perhaps we need to take stock of how it is that we might be a little bit like these folks who are labeled as hypocrites. There are, first of all, the hypocrites who are saying something is true, but then aren't living as if something is true. But then there are hypocrites who are being super religious, ultra religious, and they're doing it out loud and publicly so that they can do it out loud and publicly, if you know what I mean so that they can be noticed being religious, which kind of misses the point of being religious. Two different kinds of hypocrites. And on a day that we have had a beautiful All Saints presentation, hear me say this to you. Hypocrites aren't saints yet. Oh, certainly we can say saints aren't hypocrites. But let's say this, hypocrites aren't saints yet. Hypocrites aren't, aren't saints yet. But you have heard me say many times, perhaps this was pointed out to me today in Sunday school, it was very helpful. The Sunday school class is responsible for the end of the sermon, so if you like it, way to go to those people. If you don't, it's, it's their fault as well, okay? You've heard me say as we pray the Lord's Prayer, people, I want you to pray this prayer. And you guys, there is some crazy stuff in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. I want you to pray this prayer, church. And John, I want you to pray this prayer often enough that you finally someday maybe kind of believe it. 
Perhaps I've said it to you, you've heard me say it to you at the beginning of a worship set, right? I'll say this to you. You may not feel like worshiping today. It's probably a really good day for you to worship. John, are you saying fake it till you make it? Maybe. Now, we have to check what the motivation here is, right? We have to check what the motivation here is. I am not telling you to practice dishonesty if you have in mind that you will never be the person who actually believes the words of the prayer or never actually, you've actually made a commitment. I will not believe or embody the words of the prayer, nor will I believe or ever embody the words of the, of the hymns or the songs that we're singing if that is you and you're just up here completely faking it with no interest in ever being Christ-like, then you are a, I believe the Greek word is hypocrite. But if you recognize, if you recognize <laughs> that you're human and sometimes you've got to show up and then feel good about having shown up, right, public school teachers? <laughs> Am I right, Rachel? Yeah, sometimes worship and sometimes spiritual formation is showing up, coming close to the campfire in hopes that you will get warm. That's not hypocrisy. If your marriage is struggling and you come to me, one of the things I'm gonna say to you is, hey, I'm happy to sit with you and we'll have at least this one session together before I'm gonna send you off to somebody who's a whole lot better at this than I am. So I've got this list of therapists, right? But then after that, I'm gonna say to you, what would it look like for you all to have a marriage in which there was a healthy love traffic back and forth? What would it look like for you guys to be in love? What kinds of things would you do if you deeply and genuinely love this other person? Because I'm gonna to say to you, why don't you for a week do those things? Now, is that faking it till you make it? Sometimes you have to show up. Sometimes when you show up and you make yourself available, sometimes when you show up and you make yourself available and vulnerable, sometimes that's the moment when you finally get it or have the energy to keep going. Okay. If you ask the world out there, what is the opposite of hypocrisy? Now, I don't want you to say it out loud, but maybe write it down even. Maybe I'm gonna ask you this question. It's kind of a trick question, so be wary of this. What is the opposite of hypocrisy? And maybe write it down somewhere so maybe you can check your work later. I think the world out there wants to say something like this. The opposite of hypocrisy is authenticity. And so I'm going to spend lots of energy now doing that whole you do you thing. Now, I've actually not wandered away from the text yet. This is still something that Jesus is saying. In fact, I think you can make a real case that Jesus is saying, hey, I don't want you to be hypocritical, but the other side is also another form of hypocrisy. It's the whole you be you, you be your authentic self thing, as if somehow you are just, you are just a gathering of your passions and urges and desires, and so I, obviously I'm just being authentic. If I just follow my passions and my urges and my desires, 
That's just how God made me. You're just going to have to put up with my attitude. That's, that's just who I am. Okay, so at the beginning of this passage, what we have are people who want to posture themselves as, as religious people but there's a, such a huge gap between who it is they are being as they're being religious people and who Christ wants them to be that we're gonna call that hypocrisy. But folks, but folks, if you decide that you are the Lord of your own humanity, if you decide that you are who your passions and your desires and your urges demonstrate you to be, if you're gonna decide that this is who you are and this is your truth somehow, by the way, there's also gonna be a gap between that and where Christ wants you to be. We're also gonna call that hypocrisy. The opposite of hypocrisy is not authenticity for the Christian. Man, it's quiet in here, Scott. <laughs> Listen to this. Jesus says at the end of this same mouthful, the greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. The opposite of hypocrisy is not authenticity, it's humility. The opposite of hypocrisy is not you, the sum total of your urges and desires. That also is idolatry. That puts you on the God spot. Yeah, but this is what my heart and my body and my mind really want. I, so? <laughs> you have just replaced legalism with youism. We do not do spiritual gifts inventories around here. I'm not saying that they're all bad. I, I'm saying that I've seen them used terribly. And that's why we don't do them. Now, I like strengths finders and the Enneagram, and we're going to get into more of that kind of stuff. But here's what I don't like, and here's why we're not doing spiritual gifts inventories. Somebody takes a spiritual gifts inventory and come to find out they have these gifts, but mercy's not one of them. And so they'll let someone suffer beside them saying, well, this is just kind of who I am. Nope. That is not the truth. That is not the truth. A men's group, we meet 11 o'clock, and there's a few of us that are, that are reading a book together. There's no homework. If you're free, if you're flexible, and you want to come meet us in the Cole Center, come 11 o'clock. They really helped me with this part. I think you really like this. Uh, this is my, one of my favorite people in the world. Amen. This is uh, Russell Westbrook. I like this guy so much that I've offered twice now to adopt him. <clears throat> He's... Uh, He's not returning any of my calls, though, so. <laughs> I like this picture because Russell, who is right-handed, is shooting a left-handed layup. Now, basketball coaches know. Basketball coaches know that it's good to be able to use both hands. Am I right, basketball coaches? Yeah, yeah. It's good to be able to use both hands. So, my son, who is right-handed, is on a team, and the coach makes them do a lot, a lot, a lot left-handed. Now, if they were going to give in to their authentic selves, they would say to the coach, Coach, I'm sorry, but i got to be me, and me is right-handed. The coach knows, though, not just about the game, but about the player 
You're better if you're better. You're better if you can figure out a way to use your left hand. And so we're gonna practice that it's not natural. It's not natural for me to use, right. We're gonna practice. We're gonna practice. We're gonna practice using your left hand, left hand, until someday when you get comfortable using your left hand, you are so much more than what you would have been otherwise as a basketball player. You guys, it's like that. It's like that. Now, hypocritical basketball player would say, yes, I am left-handed when he or she is really not. And it's just an awful because they won't ever admit that they really need to practice the left hand. But the other side of that, which is just as bad in my mind, is the person who wants to play the authenticity card and say, coach, basketball world, teammates, I'm sorry, but I'm right-handed and that's who I'm gonna be. It's how God made me. You're just gonna have to put up with it. That's bad too. But the player that in humility will come to the coach and say, maybe you know more about basketball than I do. Maybe you know more about me, the player, and my potential than I do. Can you help me be more than what I am today? Coaches can work with those kinds of players. But here's what they're going to do. They're going to pretty regularly put those people in positions to use their left hand, though it feels awkward and somehow inauthentic. You're going to keep doing it and keep doing it in the hopes that someday it makes sense. But the necessary ingredient for the coachable player, you ready for this? We're almost done. The absolutely necessary ingredient for the coachable player is not this endless quest for authenticity. It is humility. What can you teach me about me? What can you teach me about me? I want you to express yourself. In fact, I kind of like how Russell expresses himself. I mean, it goes like this. They say don't practice shots, you wouldn't shoot in a game. I love this. They say don't pregame to slow jams. They say don't mix camouflages. They say don't eat seafood in Oklahoma. They say a lot of things. Don't do they. Do you. <laughs> uh, that's so ridiculous, I love it. <laughs> and yet, that guy has allowed a coach to tell him it's important to use your left hand. That guy. There's all kinds of plays for self-expression. In fact, know this. The God who made you wants you to be fully you, the you that he sees that you can be. Don't settle for the you that you think you have to be. Settle for the you that God sees you can be. Make sense? 
This means yes. Does this make sense? Okay. But it's hard. We will need some help. If we're going to beat back whatever it is that makes a person a hypocrite on either side of this conversation, we'll need some help. We'll, we'll need some nourishment. We'll need some energy to beat back the voices, the voices that make us afraid if we don't measure up, and so we just act like we do. <laughs> we also need some energy if we're going to beat back the voice that says, no, you don't measure up, and you don't have to because you're you. We'll need some resources. And we find them here at the table. So if you're helping, come and let's set this table and let's be moved toward Christ-likeness in this moment. Heavenly Father, bless these elements. And with them, Father, help us to find our better selves. Help us to see how it is that the opposite of hypocrisy is not authenticity as much as it is humility. Help us to see the value, God, in being or at least striving to be the person you believe that we can be as we take into our bodies these elements, these symbols, this broken body and shed blood. Remind us what's happening here. Remind us, Lord, that we're being nourished and moved, being moved toward Christ's likeness, the fullest expression of how you created us in your image. In a moment, I'm gonna ask you to stand to your feet, exit your pew to the left. I'm gonna ask you to come forward with your hands cupped to receive this gift, this powerful, powerful gift, but it comes to you as a gift. As you approach the person holding the bread, that person will snap off a piece, place it into your hand and say, this is the body of Christ broken for you. Grace, everyone, grace is the antidote to hypocrisy. <laughs> grace is the antidote. Don't eat that bread just yet though. Dip it into the cup. Someone standing right there will have that cup. And when you do, that person will say this to you and it's mind blowing if you think about it. This is the blood of Christ shed for you grace again and then take and eat and then find a place to pray because if you're anything like me you need to pray to beat back the voices that scare me into being something that I'm not and the voices that are trying to talk me in just to settle for who I already am when in reality I know I'm best when I'm who God dreams for me to be allow this to be a part of that process and there is a bowl of water here. Another part of this process is baptism. You are baptized into a group of people who are going to tell you the truth about God and going to tell you the truth about you so that you can turn around and tell the truth out there. And perhaps you need to be reminded that you're in that group of truth tellers. Then come and just dip your fingers into this water. And maybe that water will jar your memory who is welcome at this table, all of those who know that they need grace to be who God wants them to be. doesn't matter what you did this morning even. If you know that you need this grace, then you are welcome at this table and always will be. If you can't come to us, Jason and Katie will make their way to you. 
would like to ask Mike and Karen to come down so that Dr. Tashin at the end of this prayer can pray another prayer of commissioning for you, Mike, for your new ministry. I want to invite any of you who want to come and surround Mike and Zach when you get a chance, Zach, here, to surround Mike and Zach as Dr. Tashin prays that same prayer of commissioning for both of them. So that'll be at the end. But these altars are open. If you have any kind of prayer, come and pray. If you need a prayer for healing, go to the one of the side padded altars and we will meet you there and anoint you with oil. And we believe in this prayer for healing. Or you can circle back around and pray at your pew. But man, if you're anything like me, you need to pray that you can be the opposite of a hypocrite which is not authentic, it's humble. It was on the night he was betrayed that our Savior took bread, blessed it, and he broke it. He gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body broken for you. And every time you eat of it, remember me. Later on, he took the cup and he held it up before them and he said, and this is my blood, the blood of a new covenant, new covenant. And every time you drink it, remember me. Now all across the sanctuary, if you would, stand to your feet. Exit your pew to the left. And come forward with your hands cupped to receive these resources, the gifts of God for the people of God. Here's my heart.